Hey everybody, welcome to Dental Voice with Zyrus. My name is Rolando Mia, and today we are at SmileCon 2023 in person. I love the opportunity to actually sit with like real live people, not a video. We are going to be meeting with Sheena Hinson, RDH. She is the founder of Uplevel, of Uplevel Practice Solutions. And oh, I know several months ago, she joined us on Dental Voice and the feedback we received from our session was phenomenal. So really appreciate and I'm really excited that I get to actually do this in person with you today. What we're gonna talk about, it's not what we talked about on that session. What we're going to be talking about here is she started her own company. As a registered dental hygienist, she has a phenomenal, phenomenal career as a, a hygienist, but she aspires to do more. What is involved with that and why is she doing that? First of all, Sheena, thank you so much for joining. Thank I you appreciate for it. Me. Always love it when I have an opportunity to spend some time with you. And uh, it, this is cool. So I want to jump right in. You are a very talented hygienist, and you've been, you've been doing it for quite a while. You aspire to do more. You, you, you wanted to start your own business. Why? Why would you want to put yourself through that? Maybe a dash of insanity. <laughs> um, a little bit of drive. A dash of insanity. Well, okay, damn it. What does that mean? I think really, you know, it's some of it you go in blind. You just kind of have to start, right? Right. But the bigger, like the, the why is, you know, when you see what can be done. Yeah. And you've figured out kind of like the life hacks, if you will, for getting there. Then it's hard for my personality to not want to share that. And I realized that there are some freaking amazing people out there that are teaching and coaching and consulting. But I felt like the way that, you know, we had figured out and mapped out really could take stress out of people's lives. And so it started just a little bit here and there, just kind of an organic thing. And here we are. So what was the catalyst or what was the inspiration? What finally got you over the point to say, you know what? I want to slowly transition from, from being full-time dental hygiene, start my own business. And then I want to level up, up level and, and focus in and, and start driving into dental practice. So what was kind of that catalyst? where did that come from? It was kind of a whirlwind. So to begin with, um, you know, everything kind of worked out because four-day work week, you know, so it was like here and there it all worked. And then it was like, okay, if I want to get serious about this, I'm going to have to scale back a little bit. Um, and it was just like a landslide. So Wait, what do you mean landslide? The first step was, okay, if I really want to get serious about this and I want to do more consulting, I've got to have more time. Right. You've right. got to figure your life out. You've got to find the clients that have the needs that, that you can help with. Because you have a family. Yes. Right? Married. Yes. So it's not like it's just you. So keep going. Or yes. You've got to figure out what's going so on a little life. Definitely have to make sure the family's in alignment because <laughs> they sign up for just as much, if not more. Um, but the catalyst to, to make me go for it was just like that drive, like, you just, it's not as fulfilling when you know that you have something you want to share with other people and you just you can't. And then it was just, I just kind of blacked out and here I am. <laughs> so wait a minute. I kind of blacked out and here I am. Here, the, the reason I'm asking you is this. Think about this. 
there are hundreds of thousands of dental hygienists, and there's a large percentage, a portion of them, who aspire to do what you're doing. They want to break out. They want to do more. They, they feel that they have that, but they don't know. They're, they're not, or they get stuck. How did you not get stuck? Because I've seen you. I've seen you on different uh, forums. I've seen you doing things. You joined us. And I, I'm loving kind of seeing success at that. Just recently, you were with Dr. Lin Tao, and it was a phenomenal program. How did you get there? I mean, you just blacked out. I'm sorry. I'm not taking that. You, you can't just black out. I that. would say initially one of the biggest thing was mentorship. So like when I was younger, you know the concept of having a mentor yeah. or having, you know, coaches and things like that. But it's one of those things like oh, people like me don't do that. So I would say what was Why, really people like me don't do that. Like growing up, that wasn't the norm that, you know, right, people right, would right. talk about. Like, yeah, I'm talking about mentor. It's a concept, you know, but I but think that's, do. yeah, like that's what really changed things for me. Like having those people that you know, of course, see your value and know what you're capable of, but the ones that challenge you, sometimes in the hardest ways, um, to really, like, push that. Like, okay, you see this problem, figure it out. You know, take it to the next level. How do you find these people or, you know, the people who are sitting there and they aspire, they want to do more, but they they don't have that. How, do you find, how did you find those people? Oh. Some of them find you and you find some of them. You know, there are a lot of ways with mentorship, like conferences like these, there are always people that are out there that are willing to help and willing to kind of take you under their wing and show you what they know. And I just soaked it all in. I just went on this mission really unintentionally just to learn as much as I could about different parts of the space, like on the business side, because I didn't have that formal training. You know, I have my PhD from the School of Hard Knocks. S O H K, hardest knocks with an N. Yes. No, no, sorry. So that one. That's the, <laughs> School of Hard Knocks, yes. as in yes. N O C K S. Yes. So, so help me understand this. There's, there's the, there's the mentorship. There's the realization. But even with that, you have to act on it, and you have to do something about it because it's not like, okay, great, that comes to you. All right, now I'm there, but. You, you're out there. You're getting out there. What's involved with that? What are, what are some of the things that you have to do to, to do it? Well, you have to find your tribe, whether that be in like a formal organization or not. You've got to find people that have at least similar goals and aspirations that you do. You know, if you are, you know, there's, you know, a saying, it's always around social media. That's like, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And it's true. If you surround yourself with people that, don't have drive they don't have goals they don't they're not intentional odds are you're not going to be that way either so i think finding your tribe and then figuring out you know not only what you're great at but what gives you joy and i know that sounds so like kumbaya <laughs> i know but what gives true. me joy eating food so i learned actually at the do conference last year um the speakers they were talking about like your fifth and strengths assessment right right that was such an eye-opening thing for me and um, one of the ladies, Leanne, had said, you know, odds are the things that you're doing that just drain you, right? That you can do it and you can do it well. But sure. Yeah. Those are the things that, not that you can't do them, but they're probably not in your top strengths. So if you can really live in those top five, you're going to be a lot happier. That means you're going to be more productive. Now, as an entrepreneur, to begin with, you are the chief everything officer. We yes. know this. But <laughs> yes. 
there are a lot of other in, in hygiene, especially solopreneurs out there that, you know, they each have their zone of genius. And, you know, my, you know, top five, it's communication, strategic, um, futuristic, woo, I can't remember the other one, but what I had to do is I had to find somebody who led with execution. So I'm great at strategy, but execution's not my strength. So instead of me just trying to master the stuff that sucks the life out of me, it was like, let me find somebody who enjoys that. So that you can they marry don't have that. The strategic. Yeah, that's the key. So it's not how. Who helped you with that? Did, is that something you came up with, or is that something that just No, happened? the Clifton is a, a test. It's, it's kind of like actual, a disc or yeah, Colby, yeah. all that. And then I actually got introduced to that through Dental Entrepreneur Woman, which that's my tribe. Um, and it really, I mean, it's life-changing. It sounds really cliche, but that allowed me to look, you know, at other consultants. I could have looked at it like, oh, gosh, these are my competition. But instead, it was like, yeah. what is your zone know. of genius? What is my <laughs> zone of genius? We can all do it to a high level, but if you enjoy this and I enjoy that, then we can work collaboratively and get a lot farther together. So I love I, the context that you build, which is, you know, find your tribe, find what it is that you enjoy doing, and then lean into what you do well as opposed to try to learn all the crap that you don't do well, which is going to suck the life yeah. out of you. I love the mindset around that. In, in pursuing it, a lot of people feel or, you know, what, what would you say the hardest part was for you to get over in order to kind of get to where you are today? What was that thing that kind of... What's the, there's always that point where you're like, I don't know if I want to, I can continue doing this, but then you do it and it happens. What was that for you? Just that confidence to take that first step and put myself out there. Like, know that if I tell you I can do this for you, I can do it and I can do it well. You know, imposter syndrome is real and it's hard. You hear a lot about that, don't you? And, and it's true. And then, you know, after a while, you get moving and you're like, wow, I did this. Maybe there were things I didn't do so well, but this right here, <laughs> right, I, right, right. Kick I did. Butt. Yes, yeah, yes. I kicked butt. I was going to say it, but I was like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong word. <laughs> um, I'll but, say it. But that's it. And, um, you know, being confident, just I can sell and push and promote anyone else, but I have a harder time doing that for myself. A lot of people don't yeah, think. Yeah, and that's So okay. wait, well, you just remind me of something. So, okay, ready? And I'm not trying to be mean here, so please don't 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 take it this way. Ready? I'm ready. Wait a minute. You're just a hygienist. What do you know? Right. Right? How do you overcome that? Or do you have a do you have this degree or have you gone to that? No, I don't. So why should I listen to you? How do you respond to that? How do you not let that suck you or draw you into the dark side? Well, it was hard. So to begin with, um, when I first got out there, if I said, you know, I'm a hygienist by trade. And I could say anything after that. But if they hear hygienists and consultants, it was like, oh, you do hygiene consulting. Yeah, immediately you're yeah, in that box. You're pigeonholed. And, you know, dental hygienists don't have business acumen. We, we've we never met either. Yada, 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 yada. Even a, who's that? We don't know who that is. But, you know, so actually to begin with, just paying attention, I was like, wow. I took RDH off my LinkedIn and just kind of took it down because. Why? Because, like initially I wasn't as confident, but there was a different perception when I had those letters. Yeah, However, yeah. now doing more of, of what I do from a business development standpoint, I realized that, 
you know, it may seem irrelevant, but without that boots on the ground knowledge and that experience, that's what makes me really good at what I do now because I understand it, you know, from the other side of the break room table, I always say. So, you know, when you're talking to someone who's on this side, it's hard for them to shift that perspective. So right, now right. I realize that that's what makes me valuable. But it took a, a lot of time and a lot of, you know, cheerleading from my tribe um, to, to get that confidence. And I always say, like, entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster. You know, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is freaking awesome. I can do anything. And then you're like, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I? Oh, God. Uh, why, why did I do that? Holy cow. This is working out. I have a run. And then it's like that down. And you don't need someone to just be an echo chamber. And I may have even talked about this last time, but you need someone to give you like a constructive challenge when you need it. Be but pragmatic, you also be real. need someone to remind you of what you're doing and, you know, help you just reframe. Like, Sheena, are you staying in your strengths? Or are you doing those things that suck the life out of you? And that's hard because in the consulting space, there's such a broad range that falls under that. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, when you're a solopreneur, you just have to do what you have to do. Well, and you have to do, I like your chief everything officer. There aren't people to do things for you. Yep. Let, let me ask you this. Work-life balance is probably one of the biggest issues that mental professionals have to deal with. How do you maintain that? Because you're still married. You have kids, right? All that. How does that not kind of take a back seat to the aspiration or the desire to kind of go forward? Probably not a model citizen to answer that question. It's difficult. You know, I mean, everything we do is for our families. Yeah, yeah. Our family's future. You know, my younger kids um, are Don't know your name. <laughs> yeah, right? No. They're like, this is this woman. <laughs> this is a lady. And our older two, um, through marriage, are both mentally handicapped. So everything I do is to make sure that when my little kids are big, if they choose to, they'll have what they need to care for their older siblings. So like everything I do is for them. So it's hard because sometimes you're like, well, mom's leaving again. So I think the big thing is communication, like sitting my kids down, like especially my daughter, she's my 10 year old, you know, and saying like, hey, mommy's been traveling a lot. Like, how are you feeling? Are you okay with this? Do you letting her know that like she has a voice in this and if she and that you're, was that uncomfortable, you're listening. yes. Yeah, and she's always like, no, mommy, I don't mind. You know, someday she's like, how long are you going to be gone? And I'll tell her, and I'll say, do you want me to go less? And she's like, no, I was just asking. But keeping that pulse, right? Especially for the kids. Typically spouses, they'll let you know, right? Oh, yes. Um, but it, it takes the whole family, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, they take the, the not-so-great side of it sometimes when, when you're a business owner and you're at home and you're working and then you get up for a second. I like to go out and water my flowers. Like, that's my brain break. But then it's like, oh, gosh, mom has to go back in. I've got to send more emails. So it's, you know, it takes a little creativity. I'm like, why don't you sit here and do this while mommy sits here and finishes this on her computer? So it's hard. And, and I don't know that I've mastered that balance myself, but I think it's just keeping a check on the pulse of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I love the advice around that and kind of the balance around it. Because think about it. As the solopreneur, as, as a person who's running their own business, it's it's not always glamorous, and it can be very tiring, can it? Yes. But you still have to soldier through. Where do you get where do you get the motivation to keep going? Dopamine. 
Oh, goodness. I mean, just reminding myself, like, what made me go into it to begin with. In the first place, right? Yeah, because I felt like there were gaps that weren't being closed. And, you know, I had the solution to it. And then, you know, I think another thing for entrepreneurs, they need to be okay with pivoting. You know? That's hard. Because, again, as you figure out what you're great at, what you're not, then maybe you shift the business model. You don't have to stop those services, but you find people that are a complement to what you do. And again, yeah. it's back to collaboration. You don't have to go into a full-blown business partnership. There are pros and cons in that side, but there's a way that you can very gracefully share those business relationships. And I think not being afraid of that, not being afraid to let somebody know, this I, is hard. Yeah, yeah. Because, because you can't, well, I'm a super, super yeah. woman, super man, super person, right? And it's hard for everybody. I mean, like, so I have ADHD, like shocker, right? Which makes me a really great entrepreneur. Like, I'm really good with strategy. But the day-to-day, -day, like, the execution task, it drains me sometimes. But there are some people, they're like, yeah, I love check, that. check, check. So I'm like, you put me in a crisis situation? I got it. Okay, let's do this, that, whatever. You like, give me a minor, normal inconvenience, just, you know, sends me into a tailspin, right? <laughs> so it's like, I've got to find that match, that puzzle piece to help balance it. If you were to share with people watching here, what would you say would have been, like, what are some of the biggest mistakes you could potentially make? <clears throat> or even more important, what shouldn't you do? What would those be? You shouldn't not do a thing. You shouldn't not do a thing. Yes. Wait, that's too double. That's a double negative, isn't it? Shouldn't Probably. not. <laughs> sit on your butt. And oh, no, there, and dream about <laughs> there you go. There you go. You should not. Okay. Don't, don't just, don't just sit there. Like I, and I'm guilty of this waiting until everything's perfect and the timing's perfect and the, the situation is perfect. The plan's made because it won't come. Right. 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 Go for it. And, and do it well, right? There's a certain level of... if you need yes. to. Yes. But go. You know, there's that book. I'm obsessed with it. Um, Atomic Habits by Adam Grant. Atomic Habits by Adam Grant. It's one okay. of my favorites. And so basically, if we do everything today a little bit better than we did yesterday, yeah, in a week, can't really tell. But you look back at the end of the year. It's a like, huge, hey. big difference. So put yourself out there. Even if it's just like a joint venture with somebody else. Or, I mean job shadowing even and um see what you like about it see what you don't like about it but don't just sit there and say man i and wish i could everything. do this or man, like like for me like everybody sees me at all the conferences like oh my gosh you're just living your best life and traveling and it's like dude you don't yeah understand. you don't like see the tears when i feel like i'm like the worst mother in the world right so you know we all put that public face on I mean, not to be malicious, but we do. I mean, that's what you have to do as a professional in dentistry. Yeah. You know, I always say it's like walking on a stage. Whatever's going on, you just dry it up and you walk out there with your big pageant smile on and suck it up. And um, it's it's challenging. It's very challenging. I lost my thought on that one. Stay no, you finished. didn't. I, what, what I got out of that is that there's a reality to this. And you have to go into it with your eyes wide open. like everybody thinks it is. And people see you up on the stage. People see you talking to people. People see you sitting and, and, and being interviewed in podcasts and thinking, holy cow, 
But, you know, at the end of it, you're tired. You're worried about your kids. Yep. You, where are you going next? And, but you're sitting here and, and you're taking the time to do that. I so appreciate kind of the fortitude and the, the kind of passion around it. And it is. You, you never find successful people who just didn't have to work for it. And I think yeah. I can see that. If you were to kind of bring this together, and for those, for our viewers, for people who are sitting there, and they aspire to do what you're doing, what advice would you give them? What kind of closing remarks would you want to share with them uh, about, you know, pursuing that dream? Always go out there and find someone that's doing what you want to do. Men like be a mentee. Ask them if you can just observe, like apprentice, even if it's an unpaid thing, but invest the time. Look at it, I guess, like an investment in your education. Like the most pragmatic CE you could ever imagine, right? Oh, I love that. Go for it. Find somebody. People will help you. Like I tell people all the time, like, call me. I'll do whatever I can. And, um, you know, I might not be the expert, but you better bet I'll find the right expert to help, right? And that's the key. You've got to be able to find that right person. So reach out. And if there's another thing, don't be, don't dig your heels in on everything. Always be a learner, right? You will eat a lot of words, whether that be professionally, as a parent. Always know that there could be a better way and, and be open to that. Always consider the contrarian aspect. And, you know, just go with it. Yes. Just do it. And find the people to help you whenever you're at the bottom of that roller coaster to remind you, all right, this is just the bottom of the hill. Come on. It's suck it up. Dry, dry it up. Get back up there. You'll be on the top of the hill tomorrow. And that's the key. There you have it. So, well, first of all, Sheena, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you taking the time. Hey, everybody. We're sitting here. She's been on the road for the past four billion days. And, and yeah, and before we started this, she said, you know, well, I'm actually really tired. And I said, hey, is it okay? If we, you know, we don't have to do this. She goes, no, no, no. I made the commitment. I'm going to do it. And I can tell. I can tell that there is a passion, and that's something important. And I, I'm personally, and we're so personally grateful that, that you're willing to do that, to kind of share. I'm asking you to think. And the hardest thing to do when you're tired is think. And I love the perspective that you have and kind of the candor around it. I think that's really, really important. So really appreciate it. If people wanted to reach out to you and and just pick your brain or ask you or, I don't know, they needed help, what would be the best way to do that? I would say LinkedIn or social media um, or email. My what LinkedIn is Sheena, S-H-E-E-N-A, Henson with an I, H-I-N-S-O-N. And... Um, Instagram is Sheena Lynn, L-Y-N-R-D-H. Lynn. And Facebook is Sheena Henson Henson. Sheena Henson Henson. Okay. Yes. I know how to work social media, but my maiden name and my married name, ironically, were the same. So I didn't change it that way legally. But <laughs> I love it. My email address is Sheena at UplevelPracticeSolutions.com. So I'm Up happy level. to help however I can. You know, there are only so many hours in the day, but, you know, I'll do whatever I can. Because if it weren't for those helping me, I wouldn't be here. Well, I want to personally thank you for thank taking you. the time. I, I just, I, I love the fact that you're willing to do this. And, yes, anytime. And I, I admire that. Hey, folks, there you have it. You know, Sheena is the real deal. She's a person. She recognizes it. And what I love about her, kind of her demeanor is that you, you get 
and she's she's real, and I you can't you can't you can't argue with that. Reach out to her if you have any questions. I love the fact that even with everything that's going on, it's important to just do it, and that's something that I'm taking away from here. Yes. If you like this content, please share it. Reach out to Sheena if you have questions. If you love it, put a like in there. And here's the deal. Let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. Let her know how we, how she's doing. And, uh, and what you want to hear more of. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you in the next Dental Voice. And thank you for joining. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having Take me. Take care, everyone.